baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome to Face Connecticut, an in-depth look at today's issues. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Face Connecticut on WTIC News Talk 1080, 96.5 TIC-FM and Light 100.5 WRCH. Aaron Kupek with you this holiday weekend, and we are pleased to be joined by Jason Black. He is Strategic Communications Specialist with the Community Renewal Team based in Hartford. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning, Aaron. Thanks for having me. CRT is a community action agency that has been around for decades. It has a role in everything from elderly nutrition to the arts. Give us an idea of all the work you do. Yeah, so in fact, this year marks CRT's 55th anniversary. The organization was founded in 1963 here in the greater Hartford area. Uh, It expanded over the years to serve all of central Connecticut. We are, as you said, we're a designated community action agency, and we do. We serve folks from the very young to the very old and everyone in between. Uh, The youngsters, there is both a uh, kindergarten preschool readiness type of program as well as an all-day child care program. It's full year facilities for the kids in Hartford that we have available to them. And then when you get to the other end of the age spectrum, we have both. There's an assisted living facility in Hartford that's called the Retreat. Uh, There is uh, assisted living, uh, senior living housing in other parts of Hartford. Uh, We also, of course, we're a big part of the Meals on Wheels program for all of Central Connecticut, uh, where we're serving meals every day to homebound seniors. And then for those who are able to get out, we make meals available, lunches through senior cafes, community cafes that take place oftentimes at the senior centers uh, where those are available to seniors. And that's oftentimes five days a week as well. Designated Community Action Agency, what does that mean and does that pave the way for certain federal assistance? It does. Yeah. So that's a good question. And it it is in part because of that. So we are one of, I think it's six or seven designated community action agencies here in the state of Connecticut. And you'll find others like us across the country. CRT does receive the bulk of its funds through a combination of both federal support, state support uh, here at the city level with Hartford. And then of course, through private foundations and the, and the goodness and donations of individual donors as well. Here we are with a holiday weekend and Uh, Giving Tuesday next week, if folks are thinking about making donations to a charitable organization, CRT will be glad to talk to you about that as well. How have things changed in the 55 years Mm. CRT has been around? Yeah, it's interesting. As I I was actually looking back recently because I was responsible for helping to put together our annual report for this year. And because it is a bit of an anniversary year, I thought it would make sense to take a look back at some of the things that we've done in the past. Many of the programs that CRT started back in the 60s and early 70s, those programs continue today. So the work that we're doing with childcare and school readiness programs, those started once upon a time. They continue to this day in the form that they're in now. We have uh, art-related programs that I think we'll talk about a little bit later that we're still continuing to do today. We did. We CRT actually established the first elderly nutrition program in Connecticut. That was back in 1973. And that program, again, it's expanded to become what it is today with Meals on Wheels. We're on track right now 
for Meals on Wheels here just in Central Connecticut. So Hartford County, Middlesex County, Meals on Wheels touches a little bit of Tolland as well. Uh, but that program alone is going to serve 500,000 meals just this year which is phenomenal. We're really proud of that fact. Uh, energy assistance, as you mentioned, that's a big piece of what we do. And of course, as winter is getting closer and closer to us, more and more people are starting to take advantage of that. And that's a program that we started back in the mid-70s, continues very strong today. We serve well over 25,000 individuals and families every year in the central Connecticut region with energy assistance, where we're bringing, helping people who, who you know, if you can't pay for your home heating costs for one reason or another, we're going to help you to make sure that your home is heated properly and that you're not going to go cold this winter. Let's start there because the cold weather is certainly here. <laughs> energy assistance and also weatherization, right. two separate programs? Two separate programs. That's right. So yeah, so energy assistance again, and there's distinctions here because on the energy assistance side, you do need to be income eligible in order to qualify for the program. And there's some pretty specific requirements that we have laid out that you know, it's state mandated in terms of what we can do at that point. Uh, and there is information on the CRT website. There's a checklist that people can download where they can get all of the details if they're interested in applying for energy assistance but it does make it possible for you to get help paying for home heating fuel. And that can include anything from you know oil, gas, propane, if you happen to heat with electric, if you heat with wood, uh, you name it, we can help to pay for it if you're qualified for that. Weatherization, on the other hand, that's in fact, that's CRT's only statewide program. And we're really proud of that fact. That happened during the course of this past year. Uh, and so anyone in the state of Connecticut is eligible for that. You know, typically it's homeowners, but there's no reason that a renter couldn't qualify for that as well if they wanted to. They would just have to talk to their landlord first. And what happens there? We work with local contractors who will come into your home. They'll do essentially like an energy audit, if you will, find out where the heat is escaping your home help you work to seal up those drafts and to add insulation if needed, swap out for energy efficient light bulbs, things like that. But it's it's a great program. And again, it's free to anyone here in the state of Connecticut. Going back to the energy assistance program, yeah. I know Operation Fuel is a statewide mm -hmm. program that, that helps with heating needs. Do you interface with them? Are you one right. of the local agencies they refer people to? That's exactly right. We partner very closely with Operation Fuel and we work with them on a regular basis to help make sure that those who are in need of help are going to be able to get it. So they're almost like an emergency fuel bank of their own. And CRT comes in and, and we're working very closely with Eversource and with other energy providers to help people to ensure that they're going to have that fuel assistance. So for instance, last year I know we served, it was over 28,000 or so families. This year, because the signups for the program began back in like late August, early September, we've already signed up more than 9,000 individuals and families. I know, yeah, it's a big number already, and it's only November. When the first snow hit here in Connecticut and everybody was sort of in freakout mode, that morning, uh, no, well, the morning before the snowstorm, in fact, so Thursday morning of that week, our, we have an office on Weathersfield Avenue in Hartford. There were more than 50 people waiting outside the door before the offices had even opened, people who didn't have appointments, just walk-ins, who are there specifically because they wanted to get signed up for energy assistance. Um, everybody's going to get signed up that wants to be, but we would urge people to call ahead, make an appointment, and make sure that they are going to be served properly by someone on staff. And for that program, for many of our programs, we have staff that speak both English and Spanish fluently uh, who can help people out. How does it go from there? Do members of your staff determine eligibility and then yeah. they, they figure out? Yeah, that's right. They help to determine eligibility for the energy assistance program. And then based on that, they're going to find out if, you, if you're entitled to like, is it a one-time delivery or is it something that you're going to qualify for throughout the year? You know, oftentimes people, 
know, for instance, if you are, say you're an Eversource client, and if Eversource tells you that you have a hardship situation in terms of your account because of whatever your financial situation is, they're going to refer you to the phone number 211 uh, through United Way. 211 is then going to refer you to a local agency. And in our case here in Hartford, Middlesex County, they're going to refer people to CRT. CRT is going to help you to then get things processed with the paperwork that you need to do so that you can get qualified for the energy assistance program. One of the other initiatives CRT is involved in is consumer education and counseling. Uh, what does that entail? Yeah, it's really very interesting. There's a lot of work that's done by the agency through our community services department. Uh, they're based on Market Street in Hartford. Uh, a great team that's there. And they're working very closely with people on a one-on-one -on -one basis to help them get a better handle on their own financial situation, help them to avoid foreclosures on homes, uh, helping to teach people with how to save and invest for the future. They've got a really, they've got a great program that's going on right now. It's weekly. It's, they call it a financial literacy Institute. It's annual program. It's 14 weeks every fall. They meet on Tuesday evenings. They're teaching the participants in this class, and it's adult participants who sign up. It's free to sign up. All about how to take better care of themselves and their own financial future. So, for instance, one guy that I was speaking to recently, he was in the program last year. He, up until the time of his divorce a few years ago, he let his wife handle the finances. He was out working. He was doing all. His wife took care of all the money. But then when they split, he was lost. He didn't know what he was doing. So he, you know, he signed up for this class and he got himself to a point where he's now, he's a homeowner now uh, over in Bloomfield and he's made some great changes in his own life. This year's class, it's interesting, Aaron, for the Financial Literacy Institute, there's 13 or 14 participants in the class this year. All of them happen to be single mothers, which I thought was kind of an interesting little fact. Uh, and they'll have a graduation program for those students in mid-December on December the 11th. They'll have a little dinner and a little party to celebrate their completion of the program. It's pretty great. And something that goes hand in hand with that is tax preparation. <laughs> That's right. Can't avoid it. Gearing right? up for that. Gearing up for that. And certainly by the beginning of the new year, that will be up and running. And then it'll go right straight through till tax day. We are one of the agencies uh, here in Connecticut and really nationally that's part of what's called VITA and it is volunteers who help with income tax preparation and assistance for individuals that need it, individuals and families. Uh, it's not for businesses. Uh, but if you need help with your tax prep work, you can sign up to have this service done. Again, it's a free service that CRT provides. They're going to sit you down with someone who is trained in tax prep. Oftentimes it is an accountant, not always, but oftentimes it is. Uh, and they know all the latest in terms of the tax codes and the ins and outs of how to do the filing. They're going to work with you very, very closely to make sure that you get your taxes done properly. You get them submitted properly and on time. And if you're eligible for refunds or any income credits, they're going to help you find those as well. It's amazing the work that they do every year. Are there any eligibility guidelines for that program? Uh, you know what? I believe there are some income eligibility guidelines that you do need to follow with that. Uh, there is information on the CRT website that's specific to, to what's needed. Uh, but more often than not, the, the folks that are going to take advantage of it um, they've done this before, and they know that they're going to come back and do it again next year. One thing you have coming up next month is the annual gun buyback program that you work with the, the local hospitals in yeah. the, the Hartford area and other stakeholders. That's right. Yeah, it's a really great program. This, in fact, and so, and one of the things that I'm excited about for this year uh, happens to be the 10th anniversary of this program. So we're excited about that milestone. We work with all of the local area hospitals, so Hartford Hospital, Children's Hospital, St. Francis. We work the city Hartford very closely. 
members of the Hartford Police Department will be there with us on site that day. The event itself, CRT is the host of the event, if you will. So folks can come to our offices at 555 Windsor Street in Hartford during the day on Saturday, December the 15th, if they have a firearm in the home that they decided they no longer want for one reason or another. They can turn that in, no questions asked. It's anonymous for those that are interested in doing so. And in return, we're actually going to then give you a gift card for a local grocery store. And depending on what type of of weapon you turn in will determine the value of the gift card that you receive. Last year, I know we took in, it was like 60-something guns that came in uh, through the program. And so it'll happen again this year on December the 15th. Advice if you are bringing a firearm to that program, I'm guessing bring it unloaded and maybe in a clear plastic bag. Bring it unloaded, bring it in a clear plastic bag would be good. Expect that there may be a little bit of a wait. There will be police officers there from the Hartford PD to help process your donation, if you will, uh, during that time. Uh, but it, it, it's I was there for last year's event. It was all very orderly. It moved very quickly. Uh, lots of volunteers who were on site to help make that happen. Uh, the building itself is very, very safe that day because not it's, it's safe all the time, but it's probably a little extra safe that day because of the extra police presence in the event. And people are encouraged if, you know, again, if you have a firearm in the home and you decide that you no longer need it for whatever the reason may be, we don't need to know. That's not why we're doing this. We want to help ensure that homes are safe, that people are safe, that they're taking the time to get rid of those guns if they decide they no longer need them. Uh, this is an opportunity to do so. And again, it's December the 15th. It's all day at CRT's offices on Windsor Street in Hartford. What happens to the guns you collect? The guns that are collected are, in fact, destroyed. Uh, the Hartford Police Department takes care of that. Uh, they make sure that they are, I guess, they're melted down. And, and then I don't know what happens to the metal at that point. But the, the weapons themselves are, are taken out of service and out of commission. You are listening to Face Connecticut. We are talking to Jason Black. He is Strategic Communications Specialist with the Community Renewal Team based in Hartford. Jason, you rattled off a, a number of different locations of, right. of CRT offices. Uh, you're based in Hartford, but <clears throat> it seems as if you have facilities all over the place. Well, we have the main offices, right, are in Hartford itself. But then when you look out into the field, if you will, yes, there are additional office space that we have available. We have a presence in Middletown. We have the daycare and, and the school readiness programs that are throughout Hartford these days. Uh, the volunteers who work with our Meals on Wheels program and through the, uh, the senior cafes that we do with lunches at the, the senior centers, those are taking place all over central Connecticut as well. Uh, the main office for CRT, it is on Windsor Street in Hartford. And then there's two sort of bigger satellite offices, if you will. One's over on Market Street and then the other on Weathersfield Avenue. And Weathersfield Avenue is that primary office for the Energy Assistance Program. Talk a little more about the uh, child daycare and school readiness programs. Yeah, really great program for preschool age children. Uh, and it is year-long program that kids can be signed up to participate in. It's only here in Hartford at this time. And it's for, typically, you know, it's two to four-year-olds who are going to be participating in the program. The school readiness piece is helping those kids get ready for their kindergarten experience afterwards, helping make sure that they have all of the skills that they need, all of the the usual preschool type of experience that you would experience if perhaps you live out in the suburbs. Uh, it's a great program. The kids are amazing. Uh, great energy that they bring to those classes. It's always fun to go into those classrooms and just watch the kids as they play and learn. Uh, it's great. And it's actually, because it's a year-round program, it's actually not so locked down the way some programs would, you know, where you're going to a preschool and you have to start in September 1st and then you finish in May. 
we can do signups year round for kids. So if you have a youngster now who's looking for a preschool program in the Hartford area, reach out to CRT because we may very well be able to help you get started with that. What sort of demand do you see for this program? It's pretty significant. It, it, that has not changed at all. Every year we're serving hundreds and hundreds of kids in both the, the child daycare program and the school readiness program. Uh, and we have capacity right now to add more children to those classrooms. Uh, I was just talking to our director from the early education program the other day, and she was indicating that they do have room within their classrooms for additional children now. So if there are listeners out there, if there are grandparents out there who may be thinking, what am I going to do to help my own youngster get ready for kindergarten and beyond, it's a, it's a great opportunity. School readiness programs can really be a game changer for youngsters yeah. who are preparing to enter kindergarten. It's exactly right. Yeah, that's a big part of it. You know, for, for kids who have not had a chance to be a part of sort of a formal classroom environment, uh, you know, and not that this is so rigid, right? Because again, it's a preschool age children. And, and so they're learning the types of things that they're going to need to know to be ready for kindergarten the next year. It's a great way to get started. It's a great way to get acclimated to what it means to be away from mom or dad during the day, be with other kids during the day, be with someone who is in the role of a, te- you know, a teacher and a teaching assistant who's there in the classroom as well. Uh, and to get a firsthand sort of opportunity to be a part of what that all means. Absolutely, it's a great first step for little people. CRT also involved in the arts. You have a program coming up in in February. Tell us a little more about that. That's right. So every year, CRT partners with an organization called National Arts. uh, And National Arts, as their name implies, it's a national program that encourages people, both amateur artists and professional artists, to participate in local programs. CRT happens to manage the program here in Central Connecticut. We've been doing this for over 25 years now. Uh, And this year, it's either, I forget what anniversary it is for that program, but it's been a long time. Uh, The program itself, the deadline for folks to register for it is February the 1st. Uh, And then the work of art that is submitted. And last year, we had hundreds and hundreds of pieces of art come in from folks, again, young and old and and different skill levels. Uh, That work will then be displayed at Capital Community College in downtown Hartford because they have sort of open space and gallery space that they make available to us. Exactly Mm -hmm. right next to the old G Fox. That's exactly right. Uh, And so that public show will be available February 11th to March the 2nd. And then at the end of that show on March 2nd, there'll be a big ceremony and awards. We have a a jury uh, who come in, uh, uh, judges, if you will, who come in to review the work and to pick the work that they think is the best in both amateur and professional work. Uh, it comes in all different media, everything from drawings to paintings to there was some really interesting quilting work that was submitted last year. We had ceramic work and jewelry. Uh, any number of things are eligible. And one of the things that's really great about this program is the fact that, well, one, you don't have to be a professional artist to participate, right? So there, whatever your skill level as an artist, we want you to get involved in this and to express yourself through the arts. Uh, the other piece is there's no charge for anyone to participate. Oftentimes, if you're going to submit your work to a, a juried type of exhibit, you're going to have to pay for that. We don't make that a, a step as part of the process. Uh, and new this year, Aaron, one of the things that we're trying to do, we're expanding the program a little bit with a focus specifically on, on teens and students. Uh, and we've got a piece that we're calling Teens Looking Out for Teens. Uh, and it's trying to encourage them to think about their own place in the world, if you will, uh, the issues that are affecting them, the things that are on their mind right now, the, the sort of mental health issues that may be a part of their lives right now, if they're thinking about bullying or if they're thinking about peer pressure and the things that are going on around them, how do they express 
that type of sentiment through their own creativity, through their own artwork. And so we're going to have a special category just for the teens to participate in the program this year. And we're hoping a lot of kids are going to get get involved. CRT is certainly involved in many areas. How big is your workforce and is there an opportunity for people to volunteer if they mm -hmm. want? Right now, CRT employs uh, 400 and something folks total here in, in the greater Hartford area and throughout central Connecticut. There are always opportunities for people to get involved if they want to volunteer for the organization, whether it's something they want to do on a weekly basis or if it's something where they want to do something once a month or, or so many different ways. So for instance, we have with the Meals on Wheels program, volunteer drivers who t pick up the food, they pick up the lunches that are brought to the homes and they go directly to that individual's door and they drop that food off and they make sure that that food is delivered safely. They check on the person in their home. You know, it's not just a drop and go type of thing, right? They're going inside and they're spending some time with that individual to make sure that everybody's okay. Uh, that's one easy way people can get involved. We have a really fun, I think, program for folks who are 55 and older. It's called RSVP, and for it's for retired seniors, uh, volunteers who want to get involved in the community, and there's a few different ways that they can get involved right now, one of which is with a, um, a literacy and reading program that takes place in elementary schools in six different communities that we're involved in, and then another piece for RSVP that's really wonderful right now uh, where volunteers can serve as drivers for other seniors who need help getting to medical appointments. So if you were going to see the doctor, you didn't have a ride for some reason, or you weren't able to get to a ride chair in your town, um, you could make arrangements for someone to come and pick you up, take you to the doctor's appointment. They'll wait with you if you want at the doctor's appointment and then bring you home again. And they make so it's like door to door to door. Uh, and you get the whole the whole nine yards as far as that goes. And again, there's no charge to the individual who wants to participate in the program. It's unbelievable. So yeah, lots of volunteer opportunities on a regular basis. We're regularly happy to have new volunteers come and help out with CRT. Uh, this past year, we had a couple of different organizations join us for their own corporate volunteer days, like One Digital here in the Hartford area. They did a great program with us where they brought out over 30 employees who came out for the day and we sent them out into the field to different CRT programs and, and sites to help work with the program specifically to do whether it was cleanup in the buildings or uh, in the garden areas or if it was you know painting or things of that nature. Uh, lots of different ways that people can get involved and help out. Another one that just happened recently, this was really adorable and this is actually the second year in a row that this has happened. So there's an organization in Glastonbury. It's their Newcomers and Neighbors Club. Uh, so for new residents in town, people who are new families, they want to get to know what's available and what's ha meet some other friends in the community. They do a sock drive every October for Socktober. <laughs> and, and those socks are collected specifically for the homeless. Um, you probably know this, Aaron, but one of the things that those who are homeless need the most on a regular basis is clean, fresh socks. Um, one of those things we sort of maybe we don't think about, but it's just it's hugely important for them to have access to that. Uh, and so again, the Glastonbury Newcomers and Neighbors Club, they did a collection drive. They did it last year. Last year, they brought in 1,300 pairs of socks. This year, 1,700 pairs of socks wow. were collected during the month. They dropped those off last week and those socks are being redistributed. CRT manages two homeless shelters in the greater Hartford area, the McKinney Shelter in Hartford and also the East Hartford Family Shelter. And so those socks are being redistributed to the people who need them in those shelters. And Jason, if people want to find out more about CRT, how can they do that? Yeah, a couple ways that folks can certainly 
get a hold of us, they can visit our website, which is www.crtct.org. Uh, they could give us a quick call at 860-560-5600. Let them know what they're interested in. And Shaleen at the desk will make sure that that call gets routed to the right person. Uh, they can always ask for me if they want. And then actually another really good way to stay in touch with us is through our Facebook page. We're really active uh, through Facebook and we post stuff all the time in terms of the work that we're doing, the projects that we're working on, letting people know about what is happening in the community. So yeah, we're, we would love to hear from people who are listening. He is Jason Black, Strategic Communications Specialist with the Community Renewal Team. Thanks for joining us this morning. Aaron, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to Face Connecticut. I'm Aaron Kupek. Enjoy the balance of your weekend. Face Connecticut is a production of the News and Public Affairs Department of WTIC Radio. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.